With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. What up, Doug Gottlieb Show? Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're having a great day. Man, we had a good guest for you, huh? Um, Got a lot coming up. Want to make sure you know what to stay tuned for here on the DG Show. It's really, really important. Eric Mangini is going to join us in 25 minutes. We'll ask him about the Raiders. We'll ask him about Drew Brees' arm issues or inability to seemingly throw the football downfield. Plus, you'll hear from Drew Brees himself. But first, uh, Chief Star rookie running back Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is joining me on the Doug Gottlieb Show. Thanks to Tide. You know, not, not the Crimson Tide, Tide. Like, oh, Tide, Tide. You know him for a stellar season at LSU, became a first-round draft pick, and now what he's done for the 2-0 Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, Clyde, really appreciate you taking time with us today. I saw on social media, you got a new pendant necklace. It went viral right, with Clyde the Glide laced with a ton of diamonds. How long ago did you order that? Uh, it's been some months. It's been some months. It's been a while. 
Yeah. What what what's that like to wear around? Like when you when you put it on, that's like an I made it chain. What what is that? What's that feeling like? Um, the 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 feeling is is ultimately just kind of it's it's displaying it's displaying a lot. So the 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 link that actually connects to my chain is a is a twenty two, and then I flip the I flip one of the twos to kind of mimic a five. So, so that can ultimately be 25. So 22 for my LSU jersey, 25 for my current jersey. And then it also has uh, 225, which is my area code, uh, which is Baton Rouge. So, repping the um, BR, repping LSU, repping Kansas City, all in the same chain. That's, that's a lot. That's really well done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted to – there's no reason to buy a whole bunch of chains. You know, to for them all to say different things, and I can just make just be creative and just make one say one thing and be done with it. You know, I'm not I'm not big on on multiple things. I told my mom that was the only thing I was I was buying for myself as far as uh, just some crazy spending like that. But that was that was pretty much it. Do you remember the last football game that you were a, a part of that the t- your team lost? Texas uh, A&M seven overtime game. Yeah. I mean, seven overtimes. That was that was what like almost two years ago. That's how long it's been since you lost a football game. Yeah, but it's still uh, <laughs> even even when you even when you said it and reminded me, like I, I try to avoid it. Anytime somebody uh, you know talks about it, I try to I try to avoid it. I don't I don't really like talking about losing. All right, so let, let's t- let's talk about winning. You know, first game of the year, you play on Thursday night before anybody else. And, you know, every, I'm sure everybody told you, like, man, it's going to be different in the game. It's going to be different. Um, I guess it was different, right? You go from playing in front of, you know, 100,000 people in Death Valley and playing a national championship game, playing in front of nobody. But also you, you dominate. Like, why has it been so seamless for you, at least our outside? Why has it been kind of easy for you to make the adjustment from college to pro? Um. The the biggest thing for me at first was was just preparation, just the things that I wanted to to accomplish during the time that that we were um, just doing everything via online. Um, I just wanted to do whatever I could to try to learn the playbook because I knew that was going to be the biggest thing learning the learning the playbook for for the Chiefs and and an NFL offense and not just learning the playbook, but Understanding all the checks and checkouts and you know audibles and everything that comes with the with an NFL playbook. Um, so I just I just wanted to to go go big on that and and go hard on that as hard as I could because I mean physically you know as hard as you can push yourself that's as hard as you should push yourself when you when you're doing something you love. So I was I really wasn't complaining about the physical part. It was mental is the biggest thing I feel was was you know the, the transition for the league so anything anything mentally i tried to 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 you know go go as hard as i possibly can on it what what is it like to play i mean first in kansas city where you had some fans but then this past weekend in la brand new stadium uh great game goes to overtime but what's it like for you especially considering like lsu after dark is nuts like the and the, the you just feed you feed off that energy Playing a national championship game yeah. in the Sugar Bowl is nuts. Like in New Orleans, you feed off the energy. What's it been like for you to play in front of nobody this past weekend? It was very weird, um, and that's 
it's, it's, it's hard to it's hard to explain, but when, when every game that you've literally, literally played in your whole life has had at least some somebody at them, or you know, just being able to make noise to to some extent, uh, the only thing that you can say about it is is just it's, it's weird. It's a very eerie feeling. Um, but you know, you got to go out there and 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 focus in and, and be a pro about it and. And do your job, and understand that you have to. This is this is what I signed up for, and I have to go out there and do it. So it's, that's just it. You know, it it, it it's, it's crazy. Really it's 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 got like look. You played on a, a just a super talented team that had a, a dream season last year, but then to go to Kansas City and and you get to play with Pat, you know, you get to play with Tyreek Hill, you get to play with Travis Kelsey, and then even like even the kicking game is sweet, right? Like for where, where, where were you? he for, and for people who didn't watch, he had he made all three right. He made one from fifty three, yeah. and they were off. And then you guys false started right. Then he goes back. They call a timeout. He makes one from fifty eight. Then he made it again from fifty eight. Like that. That is not college kicker stuff. That is pro kicker stuff. What, what was that like to to watch the attempting freeze of your kicker and watch him nail all three? Um, it looked like practice. It looked like practice. It looked like it looked like book kicking at practice, and that's why. I mean, I don't. It just seemed like everybody on the on our sideline was just kind of just cool about it because we knew that's what he was going to go out there and do. Um, I mean, ice in his veins, and then he goes and he does it every time, even when even when it's you know a, a scenario at practice and he may be lining up to kick a you know a sixty yard or a sixty two yard it's just like nobody's blinking an eye about it. He's just he's just making it happen. Yeah, Budker from fifty eight was 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 pretty amazing. Um what is something that you know now about Pat having played with Pat that you didn't know before playing a game with Pat? I would say that he's he's uh big on on being on having everything kind of like pinpoint where it's supposed to be and how it looked um, at practice. So like uh, a lot of the a lot of the things that we that he sees at practice, as soon as he sees it in a game, I mean he's reacting to it and he's uh, that's something um, the, the way his mind and, and eyes and memory is set up is something uh, is something special. I mean you you, you see it you kind of see it. At practice um, during times, but as far as when you game plan for something, and then you see it play out, and then you see you see him play it out in his head. But he he might have done it. He probably done it thirty seconds before I was able to do it. That's when you know. Uh, that's when you know you got something special as far as in the quarterback. Clyde edwards Lair joining us, star running back for the two and zero. Uh, Super Bowl defending Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs. They take on the Baltimore Ravens, another two zero team played last year. Obviously, had, they had the best record in the AFC. It's going to be just an awesome, awesome game. Um, uh, have have you seen a lot of speed in your life? Growing up in the BR, watching LSU, playing at LSU, playing in the SEC. You ever seen anybody like Tyreek Hill? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Uh, man, dude is a. Uh... Like legit, you blink like a blur. Like he, you may be looking, looking one direction, and you know sometimes you can turn back and probably still see a guy running. Like you look, Tyreek starts running, look back, 
another way to look back and it's how he's gone. He's legit uh he's legit a human cheater. Yeah, he is a, so he is a human the, cheater. The, emoji, the, the, the name, everything fits is perfect. Clyde Edwards Hilaire joining us on behalf of Tide. During the time uh, when hygiene is in top of the mind for most Americans, Tide Hygienic Clean was a perfect solution to help facilitate the respected jersey swap tradition uh, for you during the game. Okay, so who'd you swap with with the Chargers? With the Chargers, I swapped with uh, Austin Eckler. I like He's, Austin. Uh, can, can you do one? He No, he does yeah. one-arm pull-ups. Can you do one-arm pull-ups like Austin Eckler? No, nah, I can do two one pull ups. <laughs> he does some freaky do, stuff. He do does some one arm do stuff. He does some freaky stuff. <laughs> I can do a lot of I can do a lot of two one pull ups. I don't know about one arm pull ups. Do, uh, do you know who you're swapping with before the game with Baltimore? Like, how do you how, how does how does this work? Like, you you get Lamar's? Are you getting Ingram's? Like, what what's what's the plan? I got a nice text this morning from from Patrick Queen, and it said two words. Uh, it said jersey swap. So that's uh, that's it. That's my jersey swap for this week. Uh, and if he didn't take me to t- today, I mean, we probably we probably want to take each other later on, later on, and, and probably go ahead and, and sync it up and uh, and go ahead and make that jersey swap. So it'll, it'll be with Patrick Queen. Well, listen, man. Congratulations on the early success, and now you got to get ready for Monday Night Football. It's been awesome to watch you, and even better to catch up with you. Thanks so much for joining us on Fox Sports Radio. All right, thank you, sir. Uh, pleasure's all mine. That's uh, Clyde Edwards Hilaire, star running back for the Kansas City Chiefs. It's been uh, it's been almost two years since he lost a football game, and it was in seven overtimes. What happened to Carson Wentz? I give you my thoughts on what I think happened to the Eagles' star quarterback. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least. 
as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, This is from Paul Hembo, who's, of course, uh, lead researcher over at uh, ESPN, I believe. Carson Wentz has made 20 off-target throws this season, most in the NFL. 15 have come from inside a clean pocket, not pressured or under duress. This is head coach Doug Peterson when he was asked about Carson Wentz's slow start. And then the follow-up question was, has Carson regressed? Take a listen. I guess you can point point to a lot of different things. Missing OTAs, not having all the you know all the necessary maybe reps during training camp, missing preseason games, whatever it might be, the timing of, of things that we do in the passing game. And and just you know just just missing these throws. They're, they're throws that you know he he typically would catch or, or would throw, and then it's you know a little bit too on the receiver. Sometimes the receivers need to uh, you know make the catch as well. So it's things that we got to continue to work. Things you got to continue to work on. But it's bad, and it 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 right now it be, it becomes a thing. And I I talk about this all the time. Uh, with my friends, I talk about sometimes with you guys, which is we cannot undersell the importance of confidence in professional sports. You know, I, I do these long form interviews on all ball, the all basketball podcast. And whether it's there or here, you get, you know, we've had Jordan Palmer talk about it. Quarterback guru, like confidence is a huge factor and not like it's a, a, a factor that's not even discussed. It's it's part of the reason that people have bought in on Baker. Like he has, he, you talk to him, he like, sounds like it'll work, right? He's short, not a great arm, not a great athlete, but damn, he sure believes in himself. I mean, R- Russell Wilson was short, athletic, and, you know, they ran it a bunch with him early in his career, but he always seemed to have this, almost unreasonable self-confidence. I, I think Carson Wentz 
is having a crisis in confidence. And I think it's very, very reasonable to understand. You know, if you don't believe in yourself, others aren't going to believe in you. But if others don't believe in you, it's really hard to believe in yourself. And the team may believe in him with the contract he gets, but that, of course, brings uh, added scrutiny. He's never been able to escape the fact that he didn't win the Super Bowl, even if he was going to be the MVP. He came back probably a little bit too early, wasn't ready, wasn't great. Last year, they suffered through a myriad of injuries, and the, the greatest win he ever had was the Cowboys at home because he had all backup wide receivers. Now you don't have your offensive line. You're constantly under duress. You don't have that talented team, and you start to see ghosts. You lose your confidence. Listen, end of last season, he was big time. But the confidence thing, it can come and go. It, confidence can be, confidence, it's a lot like, um, a lot like fame. It can be fleeting, you know? I mean, I'll just tell you as a guy who, hey, look, if you look at my numbers, you're like, man, that guy couldn't shoot at all. But I wouldn't have been recruited and signed to two big time Division One schools if I wasn't able to actually shoot the basketball. What happens? You know, you lift a little bit too much. You're trying to fit in too much. You play to your strengths too much. And then by the time you're open, you haven't shot in the game and you're not, you miss a couple and you start to think to yourself, if I miss any more, I'm coming out of the game. You just don't shoot. Then you don't shoot. Then you're left wide open. If you miss it, it just, you have a crisis, a crisis in confidence. Very reasonable. Totally happens. And I, that's what happened to me. Now, look, Carson Wentz is far better than I ever was at his position and what I did. But I do understand that it can cause you to be a completely different athlete than you normally are. And I think that's where Carson Wentz is. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, he was the coach of the Cleveland Browns, the New York Jets, and he is the man genius. You see him on Fox Sports 1's First Things First. He's Eric Mangini. Uh, l- let me start with Carson Wentz. What do you think is wrong with him? Well, I, I, I think he's, he's getting a little bit of a, of a tough evaluation here over the first couple games. Figure the first game, they're up 17 to nothing, really in control of the game, and then they take a shot. And he gets picked off, and then throughout the court, you know the, the second half of the, of the game, going for it a couple times on fourth down, those leads to points. It just it, it didn't feel like it was managed very effectively. And and there's eight sacks. He sacked eight times uh, in the first game, and then you flip to the second game, and now they're down twenty four to three. And you know I, I saw the the uh, the sound where. They're kind of talking about uh, about his his issues and and why he's regressed and and I don't think it's it's a function of regressing. This may just be closer to who he is than the ridiculously high expectations everybody's had on him since since he initially came out. But he he was an MVP. It was like the likely choice to be MVP in his second year. Yeah, but but even with that, when you look at it over the course of his career, he's had two out of the four years winning seasons. He's never played in the postseason. They had, they had a really good team and a good support staff, but but the, the, there's such a rush with with young quarterbacks to place him into this this elite category, and and he's he struggled historically with with ball uh, security issues with holding the ball too long, which leads to sacks. 
mean, there's, there's been problems throughout the, the course of this that uh, I think maybe have, have been um, minimized because of how strong the supporting cast was. And, and yeah. I'm not saying that, that, that this is, uh, you know, that he's a poor quarterback. I'm just saying the, the level was set so high and expectations were set so high that now there's this, this sky is falling narrative. Eric Mangini joining us on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Um, Drew Brees, his response last night felt like he's in denial, right? Like, I'm just doing what it takes to win games. But, I mean, second fewest air yards per pass since, uh, you know, like 2009 was – Yeah, I mean, you obviously you coached Brett Favre before, and then he got hurt. He was a different player. Then he was good for a while with Minnesota. Then he aged. And, of course, his last season coming back with Minnesota, he barely threw the ball downfield. Is this just who Drew Brees is at this point in his career? No, no, I, I don't think so. I, I think this is this is another case of of kind of how the whole game unfolded. There were there are eight meaningful drives, and on four of those drives, they scored points. And then on a couple of the other drives, he had the, he had the one interception that was, that was bad. But on a couple of the other drives where it looked like they were going to score points, they had penalties. This is a team, Doug, that's been penalized. They, they were penalized ten times this past game. Vegas had close to 60% third down conversion. They dominated the time of possession. I mean, there were, there were a lot of other things that kind of led to the, what looked like limited offensive production. But, but the guy really only had eight chances to score, and, and they put up points on four of them. Now, not a lot of plays down the field. But I don't think that's I don't think that's what we're necessarily going to see throughout the course of the season. I think it's a little bit more of, of just the starting point that we're at right now. What do you think of what the Raiders have rebuilt? I I like it. They they were one of my teams um, that I had talked about uh, making some strides. We figured last year they were what seven and nine and really had a chance. We we're a few plays away from being ten and six. And I, I like the type of guys that they, they draft. And there, there's characteristics that keep showing up with the draft picks. They're, they're usually tough. They're, they're uh, physical guys. They're kind of gritty uh, team leaders. And, and you're seeing that young nucleus, you know, in addition to, to the way that Derek Carr's playing. But there's that, that personality is, is taking hold. Eric Mangini, our guest on the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, all right, Eric, well, Tom Brady now, second game in. They get the win. There was some concerns about his ability to fit into Bruce Arians' offense. What's your reaction now two weeks into the season? Well, the, my, my concern with Tom going to Tampa Bay is, is how, how they were going to use him. And, and he brought up Brett Favre earlier. When, when Brett came to New York, we realized that we had Brett at the end of his career, and he had done certain things really, really well. So it was in our best interest to get the best version of Brett is to cater the offense to what he did best and what he wanted to do, even though it wasn't necessarily what we had been doing. And I feel it's the same thing with Tom. It's not like Tom is, is a function of declining athleticism. He was never a super athlete. Tom's greatest strength was, was what he could do mentally, and that, that came from knowing every aspect of the system, knowing where the answers were to, to different problems that came up. And I think trying to fuse the systems together 
is is slowing him down is 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 making him a less effective quarterback than he should be and and I never have understood that approach you know going into this relationship I, I haven't either right like it's two completely different football mentalities languages styles so what do you do all Arians or you just do Tom's offense yeah in my my opinion it would be whatever Tom is most comfortable for you've got him for a couple of years you're trying to maximize what he does really well which is pre-snap reads understanding the offense and being able to get the ball in the right place because he knows what's coming and and if a problem does present itself, he's gone through those answers so many times, he doesn't even have to think about it. But now when you have new players, a new system, it's not like he's a, a not a smart guy, but he's thinking. And you can see him thinking about whether it's it's blitz pickup, whether it's it's different looks defensively. He's trying to process so you're not getting the best version of Tom right now. Eric Mangini is our guest uh, on the Doug Gottlieb show on Fox Sports Radio. Is what Josh Allen is doing, is is that sustainable? Uh, yeah, I, I think it's sustainable. What, what do you mean by that, Doug, in terms of Well, he started, like, like there, there are tons of crossing routes, and he seems to have found a, a higher level of accuracy than previously. But again, it's the Jets are in the season. They're terrible. It's not like they played the eighty-five Bears the first two weeks of the season. I'm just, I'm just, you know, it's, it's really, it's, it's a lot like the Dak thing. Like I think Dak was great, but I saw Russell Wilson do the same thing to the same. De- that defense sucks. You know, the Jets are terrible. It's really hard to take anything anybody does against them seriously. Yeah, yeah, and and with, with these with young guys, to, to me, it's it's watching the progress. And it's seeing whether whether or not there's there's consistency with it, and and whenever you have giant numbers that pop early in the season, this is this is the early part of the season is so hard to figure out during a normal year when you've had preseason games when you've been able to to evaluate the team somewhat going into the first game, and now we're in this environment where there's been no off season, there's been no preseason, everybody's kind of putting you know what they've been working on out there. And there's there's a ton of adjustment, but it's it's a much higher level than what we normally even see. And and I'm a big believer, Doug, that you go into the season with with who you want to be, and then the good teams realize who they have to be, and 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 that's what what happens in terms of like some of the giant numbers that we've seen early in the early part of the season. I don't think any of that is sustainable. Yeah. Well, did 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 your perception of Dak change after that comeback? No. No, your point about the struggles that Atlanta had—it's—it's it's a little—it's a little bit of a function of Atlanta as much as it uh, a function of of Dak. And uh, the the thing I struggle with Dak and and with Dallas's offense is again expectations versus reality. And you keep waiting for this this explosive offense, and and you know for a lot of that game they struggled. And it looked rough, and you know it, it picked up late, so everybody leaves with a good feeling. But the odds of that onside kick happening the way it happened, and it's such a low percentage football. That yeah, you're you're excited about the the way it ended, but you realize like these are going to happen so rarely. It's hard to get too fired up about it. Yeah, yeah. Um... Let me ask you about Sam Darnold. He's got the opposite, right, where he's playing 
I like Makai Becton. I don't like a lot else of what they have. He's running around for his life. Is he fixable considering how under duress he's been and all the dysfunction within the Jets? Yeah, I, I didn't know. I didn't know how Sam Darnold was going to do, and and I struggle with guys who come out of college and have almost that fifty-fifty number interceptions to touchdowns, touchdowns to interceptions, because there's a there's a pattern of decision making that that usually goes into that. And typically those guys don't become significantly better decision makers when they get into pro football because it's that much more complicated and you're seeing, you know, multiple looks where college tends to be a little bit, a little bit cleaner. Um, and I feel like the Jets have, have worked to put pieces around them. They, they spent a lot of money and a lot of, of capital on the offensive line. It's just... Um, you would want him to be a force multiplier. You'd want to see him making the players around him better on a consistent basis. But it feels like the conversation is always, what do we need to do to help support him? Yeah, I, I would agree. But man, I mean, they do not have a lot, right? Like you're, you're starting Chris Hogan out wide. The, you know, the Patriots need wide receivers and they let Chris Hogan go. You know, Le'Veon has been a shell of himself and now he's hurt. And I mean, he name me the other starters that on the offensive side that you go like, yeah, those guys, I'd like them. I'd like them anywhere. I just, I don't know if those guys exist. Yeah. And I understand that. I know that they put, put a significant amount of money and, and draft capital into into the offensive line, trying to fix that problem. And you want to look, you'd like to have some explosive playmakers around them. But it, it's always that conversation. It, it's the the you see a lot of other young quarterbacks who are able to generate plays with the with the the players that are around them and 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 elevate their play and and that's what you look for from the the franchise type guys. And I don't know if you're seeing that from from Sam. Uh, all right, last last thing, the Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Um. Aaron Rodgers, is this just, again, two bad defenses? Or is he is he back to playing at that Aaron Rodgers peak of the NFL level? I thought he was really good last year. Look, I'm a huge Aaron Rodgers fan. And there's a great example of a guy who does elevate everybody's play around him. You put receivers into that mix, and, and they're going to get better because of Aaron Rodgers. They're going to run the ball more effectively because everybody's trying to defend against Aaron Rodgers. And this idea of, of, of drafting a first-round quarterback to replace him in the short term, uh, that, that's, that to me is not the case. To me, it's, it's a function of three or four years down the yeah. road. Yeah. Because, you know, whether it's a salary cap component or how effectively he's played. And you could argue last year that he was successful in spite of the head coach because as a rookie head coach, you're going to make a ton of mistakes. And there were times where Aaron Rodgers did a, a great job of, of, of uh, effectively pushing the offense forward. Yeah, one of, the things and, he do, yeah. one of the things he does is when he knows something's not going to work, he takes a look and then it doesn't work and he just throws it away. You know, let's live to play another down. And I think, I, I think that, you know, you look at the numbers, if you turn the ball over less, you're more likely to win football games. And I think that's actually a sacrifice of ego. Whereas other guys, I mean, even Favre, you know, for a long time, he'd force things. 
And and I, I think that hurts Aaron in terms of, you know, some of the spectacular plays are gone because he knows if something's not going to work, he just, he, he knows it. Let me ask you about Cam Newton. Uh, two games in so far, so good. They're obviously running him a ton, but his body looks good. His arm looks sharp. You know, I mean, uh, you know, a lot of people couldn't evaluate him. What do you think of Cam and how the Patriots are using him? Well, if I was in Cam's camp, I'd be concerned because the fact that his first game that he plays there, he's got 17 carries, which is the second most carries he's had in his career coming off of, you know, arguably a year and a half of, of being injured. That, that to me would be a concern, but he's, you know, he's, he's fit into, it seems like he's fit in that system well, and he's willing to do anything they're asking him to do. But those quarterback runs are gonna are, are gonna add up, and you know I like the fact that that this past game he threw the ball significantly more, and and it looked like he threw the ball pretty well. Um, it's it's surprising. I was I was as skeptical as, uh, of anybody of Cam Newton working in New England, but I think that that his willingness to to do whatever they're asking them to do to play that whatever role they're asking them to play. Um, I think it's, it's incredible for new England and, and it's, you know, I, I'd be a little bit concerned though, if, if I were in his camp, Eric, thanks so much for joining us, man. Great to catch up. Love your football knowledge. Hope the family's well and appreciate being our guest on Fox sports radio. All right, Doug, we'll talk to you soon. All right. Uh, not if I talk to you first, Doug Gottlieb show rolls on here on Fox sports radio. Whew, that was good. Good stuff. Are the Patriots better with Cam Newton at quarterback? Better than they were with Tom Brady last year? Find out next. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. 
and I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Every day at this time, we play for you a portion of a previous show on Fox Sports Radio or Fox Sports 1, we call it. And now. <laughs> what does the Fox say? This is Shannon Sharp talking about the Patriots potentially being better with Cam Newton at quarterback. Given where they are right now, I would say yes. I think that I don't think there's any question that Cam is, has, through the first two games, has looked better uh, than Tom Brady has. Um, the Patriots fans are not going to forget about Tom Brady's kept. The guy won six Super Bowls. He won three MVPs. Peyton Manning didn't make Denver fans forget about John Elway. He won an MVP and a Super Bowl, and he took him to another. And they didn't forget about John Elway. So Cam Newton is not going to make the Patriots fans forget about Tom Brady. But I do believe, because Skip, maybe it's because Nikhil Harry is in his second year. Second year in this offense, uh, knows the system, he's healthy. And maybe he maybe he gravitates a little more to, to Cam's t- style of leadership than maybe Tom's. Um, Julian Edelman. Cam can get out of harm's way, keep plays alive. Tom normally had to stay on script. That's that's what he was. He was he was as good as we've ever seen going by the script. Yep. Cam can get off script. Uh, look, I I totally agree that Cam Newton is great off script. I do, um, but the script itself is not as vast. Does that, does that make sense? 
Like, look, he can go off script and make things happen with his legs and has a ridiculous arm now that it seems to be fully healthy. But the script itself is much more streamlined, much more simplistic by design. Whereas Brady, you can give him this ridiculous set of plays and then he'll figure out the problem. I I don't think it's crazy that they can be good. Um, Remember last year, despite the fact that they lost their last game to the Miami Dolphins, they still had 12 wins. And the question becomes, in the NFC, in the AFC, can you have 12 wins? I think the AFC is better than we thought it would be. You know, the Ravens are very good. The Chiefs are obviously very good. Uh, they face off this week. I, I think the Bengals are at least competitive as of now. The Browns are competitive as of now. The Steelers with Ben Roethlisberger, they're better than they were last year. Um, the AFC West is not bad. You know, I mean, the, the Broncos lose basically by one play two weeks in a row, regardless of the fact they lost Drew Stanton. I mean, no, Drew Stanton, Drew Locke. I, I, I actually think they're, and they're the worst team in that division because of Corlin Sutton gets hurt. They, Vaughn Miller's hurt, too many injuries. But the Raiders are better. The Chargers, I, I think, appear to be better. And the, the Chiefs, obviously, are tremendous. I, I, think, I think the AFC is a little bit better. I think the Patriots aren't as good. But I do think that Cam adds a dynamic to this team that Brady didn't add, obviously, as a runner and appears to be fully healthy. He's like 10 years younger than Brady was last year. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay with that. The, the problem with Cam Newton is can he sustain it? Can he stay healthy if he's going to run the football this much? And, you know, will they be able to have such very simple game plans as, hey, let's get Jamal Adams matched up on, uh, on Julian Edelman, and that's the guy we're going to work against? I think the answer is yes. They're such a smart coaching staff, and Cam has completely given himself to whatever their process is, and he looks great. But I just don't know that because we haven't seen it. We haven't seen consistent Cam Newton since he won an MVP in 2015. Yes, Rhyme Music. Thank you, John. Uh, So since we... Are we... I hate to be this guy. Are we benefiting from maybe what you could consider low expectations? Yes. Yeah. Okay, because... The Seahawks defense up until this point does not seem to be great. And they also, in that game, uh, I think it was Quentin Dunbar got ejected and they were dealing with injuries. And so a not great defense was already injured. And then I believe they played the Dolphins in week one, mm-hmm. who are They're bad. better, but still not a great football team. So it's sort of like this. They're better than they were with Tom Brady. Well, okay, maybe, but I'm... Tom Brady didn't have a lot to work with last year, and they still won like 12 games or whatever it was. So I think we need to slow down just a little bit on this Cam Newton stuff. Yeah. Um, here's another thing working in his favor. So they got the Raiders at home. Raiders, short, you know, one day shorter week to prepare. And it's a, despite there's no crowd and there's no weather, but it is a home game. And the Patriots, you know, were able, I think, after Seattle to get home and start their prep and then watch the Raiders and what they did. They go to Kansas City. Kansas City is going to come off Monday Night Football. So, again, they get two teams on a shorter week. And I would guess, like, if there's a time you can go in and beat Kansas City after playing the Ravens, such a high-level game, it's just going to be, um, they're going to get, that's going to be just an unbelievable football game. I think that's a good week. And they get Denver, who's all banged up before they get a bye. Like, it's not crazy that they win two of these next three, or even all three of these next three, before they get to their bye week. They have the Niners, who are decimated by injuries. Um, they have the Jets twice. Now they do have this weird three, 
Graham road trip and they have four of five on the road where they go to Houston, Arizona at home at the chargers at the Rams at Miami. That's like a crazy, crazy schedule. So I'm, I'm not sure we'll know how good they are, but I do think they have a chance to get off to a really good start. The big question is, can cam stay healthy playing this way? Uh, we got a lot to get to still in the show, don't we? Yeah. Um, Got some NBA to get to. There's an NBA game tonight. Is there not? Yeah. Okay. And there's an NBA game tomorrow night. But let's look back upcoming next. Great win for the Raiders. First game in Las Vegas. Obviously no fans, but first game in Allegiant Stadium. What was that like? Plus, what's it like to kind of surprise the NFL world with your overall level of talent? Max Crosby from the 2-0 Las Vegas Raiders joins us. Upcoming next in the Doug Gottlieb Show. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.